Okay, enough shenanigans. Podcast time? Correct. Correct. Hello and welcome to Frug Unwrapped. I'm just going to walk straight through it. Uh, Frug Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. It's Christmas! Correct. In the words of Noddy Holder, it is Christmas. It is Christmas. Um, we've got a special show planned for you today. These guys know very little about it, and hopefully it works, but um, I've planned it all, so it's probably going to be shit. Um, speaking of these two, you're used to me coming up with some clever little puns to introduce them. I've got something a little bit different this week. Oh. <clears throat> Without any doubt, he likes a meat pie. Washed out with stout, he's northern, that's why. Santa Bullock's coming to town. He thinks we're his friends, but it's just a good front. We try to pretend we don't think he's a kind person. Santa MJ's coming to town. (laughs) They do food and drink reviews, scoring from one to six. They'll tell you if it's bad or good. MJ prefers a good old mix. Oh, you better listen. You better subscribe. Review us on iTunes and throw us a like. Oh. Frog unwraps returning real soon. Wow. <laughs> that is wonderful. Isn't it? I mean, a professional like Stuart would probably find music to back that up and everything, but uh, I'm not <laughs> professional. <laughs> no, mate, Hello, that guys. was beautiful. Hello, Nathan. How are we both? I'm 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 really good, man. I'm feeling really Christmassy. As we record this, we're 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 within a week of the big day, which is pretty exciting. We are. So I, am, I am a giant man child, so I bloody love Christmas. Santa Bullock, slip a lager under the tree for me. I've been an awful good girl. <laughs> oh, sheesh. That's awfully sexual. Michael, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Uh, this is another drunk MJ instalment. So I'm not drunk oh. yet, but I'm getting on the way. I'm currently drinking a Four loco Sour Apple. It's interesting you say that. I mean, drinking, I I think, is probably on the menu for all of us. I'm, I'm currently... I'm currently drowning in uh, some Jack Daniels, Grenadine and Pepsi, although I will be following wow. that up. Yeah, I will be following that up with two beers. Two bloody beers, because I'm a man. Um, <coughs> lads, lads, lads. Lads, 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 beer lager. Uh, one of which is 8.4%, which will probably knock my fucking head off. Whoa, fuck. Stuart, Ooh. are you drinking? Uh, I am. I am currently uh, halfway through my my second pint of my, my current homebrew. Uh, and then once this is gone, I don't know what I'll have. But if you're having an 8.4%, yeah, I might, I might get one of the big boy beers out. So <gasps> if I can beat you, I'm literally about to crack it open. In fact, it's, uh, it's quack. Oh yeah, yeah, quack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, am I pronouncing it's not quack or quark? I think it's it's quack. I don't know. I don't know that I've ever had quack. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a generally uh, it's Belgian, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's yeah. pretty much all I know about it. I mean, they're all Belgian, aren't they, really, when you think about it? 
<laughs> Everything's Belgian if you think about it. If Bel- you think about it. Belgian chocolate, Belgian chocolate Belgium. coins, Belgian waffles. Yeah, Belgian chocolate waffles. Hang on, here we Philly go, Pal Bear. Ready? In Bruges. Oh, that was a disappointing little Bruges. Oh, shit, this is... Oh, I'm not convinced you'll like it. I'm not convinced I'll like it, but Christmas isn't always about doing things we like, is it? It's Listen, not, it's not. Guys, Christmas is not about the ones you love or giving or receiving or Jesus, despite popular belief, Midnight Masters. You know, Christmas is a time for love and family and friends and presents and food. It's about saving the ones you love. If we've learned anything in the last week, it's about oh, saving fuck. the ones you love. From raptors. From... Don't, <laughs> don't bring that shit in here. Don't you dare. You can drop as many Kevin Smith puns as you want, but don't bring that shit in here. <laughs> uh, reference. Hey! It's What's time wrong to play with you? <laughs> you look oh, kind of down to oh, me. I was really hoping this show was going to be less chaotic than last time around, but I have the funny feeling it's going to be even worse. <laughs> Drunken MJ. Yeah, good luck with that. Because um, MJ stumbled all over it, let's play a game. First game, I've switched it all up. First game, we're going to throw out a lovely little round of sweeter or savourier. It's time to play a game. Let's play a game. It's called sweeter or savourier. We'll put the name of a food stuff out of a hat. This is no normal sweeter or savourier. This is sweeter or savourier versus. <laughs> oh my oh. god! I wouldn't have drunk if I knew this was on the cards. You boys are going to be playing against each other, and it's not about numbers. We're not trying to hit any any <coughs> ultimate goal. This is mono in mono, last man standing death match. Sweeter oh or savourier. no! I've got I've got a I've got a Santa hat got a lovely woolen Santa hat and it's full of lovely Christmas related foods All I'm, going to ask, I'm going to ask you boys one round by round to pick sweeter or savoury the first one to stumble is out wow oh man um, can I raise the stakes you can raise whatever you like Michael Jameson last podcast we had a disagreement don't about don't, don't recall air, it airway, air, airwaves and cookies Mm, vaguely rings a bell, but I can't remember yeah, the exact yeah. details. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not like it carried on uh, on Facebook. It's not like it went all around the world and caused a massive uh, issue for, for for the whole world. How about how about whoever wins was right? <laughs> no, definitely not. Because <laughs> like, I'm right, so I'm not just gonna. No, sorry, no, no, no dice. But... That tells us an awful lot about Michael Jameson's confidence in this game. <laughs> definitely, definitely, his balls. He's, 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 he don't want none of it. Right? Uh, Are we ready? Yeah. Same rules apply. I want a sweeter. I want a savoury. I'm going to ask you one by one for your answer. We're going to alternate each round so that it's only fair, and the first person to fuck up 
or the first one to fuck up when the other person does get it right will be out of the game. So we're starting with roasted chestnuts. Time so to play your, a game. Let's play a game. That's your base food. Michael Jameson, would you like to pick sweeter or savourier than yeah. roasted chestnuts? Well, uh, yeah, they're quite sweet, really. They're sort of a little bit sweet. Um, I'll go sweeter, though. Kind of sa- so kind of savoury. Yeah, I'm going to go sweeter. Okay. MJ has gone sweeter. So, Stuart, well, you can... Uh, yeah, I mean, savourier. You're going savourier. Interesting. Interesting that MJ started with, yeah, they're kind of sweet. And then went, I'll go sweeter. Okay. Right then, so... Well, that I means mean, there's going to be one round. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think this game through enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame MJ didn't bet on it because it's Panatoni. Oh, oh wow. he wins. Let's play three rounds. Fuck it. Yeah, best yeah, of three. Yeah. All three rounds, best, yeah. Be, best, best of three. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> the guy oh, who just won clamouring to play best of three rounds. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, let's, let's start a new base food. Yorkshire puddings. Oh. Ooh. Not necessarily associated to Christmas, however. No. I, I was reaching for foods. So, I'm going to start with Stuart this time. Stuart, Yorkshire puddings. Sweeter or savoury? Sweeter than a Yorkshire pudding. Sweeter than a Yorkshire pudding. Michael Jameson. And I, I understand that the uh, the item that you just pulled out of the Christmas hat, I understand it doesn't give any information on what type of fat was used to cook the Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> no, you're going to assume it's just your bog standard average Yorkshire pudding. And what, what fat would you use for that, Nate? Um, oil? Whatever the one Aunt Bessie uses. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'll go sweeter. Go sweeter, okay. This is the worst game I've ever thought of. <laughs> Definitely not. It's Christmassy, mate. I'm feeling festive. It is, it is Christmassy. I've pulled out gingerbread. Sorry, can we just address oh. something? Are you attempt? Are you attempting to sound that sexy? Because you're aware it's giving me an erection. <laughs> This is how I sound every time. <laughs> By the way, uh, I'm drinking this quack, and as, as far as beers go, it's 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 bearable. I'm quite surprised. <laughs> so um, they should put Mike... that on the bottle. <laughs> uh, Michael Jameson, you're up next. Sweeter or savourier than a gingerbread? Gingerbread. Oh, very sweet, isn't it? Um, yeah, I say savourier on that one. Depends what fat you've used. Uh, you're good. Stuart, would you like to go? Yeah, with... I've got. I, should... I have to go savourier than a gingerbread. You both went, went savourier. Okay, savourier. Just write that down on my little list. <laughs> oh, you both crashed and burned. It's Christmas oh. pudding. Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, oh, wait. I, I, I mean, you've, you've either both lost or you've both won, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, either way we move on to the next one I guess yeah that one was move a draw along. Yeah. that was a draw so your new base food roasted parsnips ooh well, we honey roasted know. before you ask oh. just plain roasted parsnips ooh oh, I mean it's that was uh, Stuart to start isn't it 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go sweeter purely because I think there are probably more sweeter foods than there are savourier foods in the Santa Hut. Okay. Yeah, I I pondered on that. I pondered if there'd be more, uh, more sweeter things, but then I wondered if Nate would maybe manipulate the findings to be fifty-fifty, which is what I would probably expect, really. So I, in the interest of fun, I'm going to go savourier. MJ is correct, but I did try to oh. even it out. Oh. Don't say things like MJ is correct. <laughs> MJ said information that was not wrong. <laughs> oh, he should have bet. Rich is oh. going to be fuming when he listens. It's, yeah, roast, it's roast beef. Oh. More savoury. Which is indeed more savoury. MJ wins 2 to 0. Don't know how you get zero on a best of three, but two to zero. <laughs> well done, MJ. That was sweeter or savoury. We'll never play it like that ever again. No, I liked it. I won. Well, you, well yeah, but it's still shit. No, loved it. It was still shit. I'm glad we did that first. Get get the crap out of the way. Disagree. Which is... you're being too hard on not only yourself but this upstanding podcast. Is it upstanding? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll find out. Um. Let's move on to the next thing. Now, normally we would slot in a little section about news, but I suspect, as with most weeks, there's there's very little kicking around. I have a minor bit. Beep, 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 beep. Um, so that said, um, let's just ignore MJ, just jumping in. No, go on. It's, uh, it's more fruck news, really. Oh, well, that was what I was going to suggest anyway. I was, I was oh. going to talk... I was going to say, rather than us talking about sort of food news, let's 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 have a quick di- you know dissection of the channel, the podcast, where we are in 2017, where we'd like to be in 2018, things we like, things we love, oh. and things we hate. Yeah, perfect. That fits in wonderfully well. Um, we've got some good news. I'm, I'm Nate. I'm not actually sure if you're aware of this. Um, 2018 is going to be our biggest year yet because we're actually going to go viral fairly <laughs> early on in the year. Um, <laughs> Stuart has composed a song, uh, and I will be rapping over it. We've made, or are in the process of making, a KFC rap. Uh, Uh, Don't KFC already make raps? Yeah, it's very good. It's come along very nicely. Excellent, excellent. Um, When when do we perceive the uh, album being dropped? Um, Probably June. June. Can you imagine? Like me and me and Michael Jameson, former former rap duo, <laughs> like a like a middle aged Rizzle Kicks, <laughs> but, uh, Rizzle, Rizzle Frucks, but, but more diverse because aren't aren't both of the Rizzle Kicks black and we're Northern and Southern? So yeah, because that's how diversity works. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just latitude or longitude. I don't know. Rizzle Good Mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh god um amazing uh yeah I, I can't wait for us to become overnight um i say we i'm not involved in this process one little bit i can't wait for the channel to become an overnight um three-year success story Correct. Correct. <laughs> um yeah so as i say i mean how, how are we feeling about the channel what, what, what have you enjoyed this year what's what's been good about this year it's really made some good progress. I mean, we broke we broke ten thousand this year, didn't we? That was this year. I think it's beginning, yeah. And we broke fifteen thousand recently. So, 
Um, uh, close. I thought we had. I no, think so. What I assume you're referencing is um, when you click on the uh, Creator Studio, it rounds it up every 500. So the second you go over 14,500, it actually shows us 15,000 on one screen. Ah, uh, right. We're yeah, close. That's so that's basically 15 then. Yeah, 14,709. Yeah. We're nearly there. It'll be. It'll be. It'll be January. Yeah, I mean that's that's impressive to have, to have smashed out five five k in under a year. Yeah. Um, on top of that, we reached was it four million views overall? Uh, five million. We're on five million three hundred twenty thousand now. So um, the, them views are racking up. Them them uh, them subscribers are racking up. It's, yeah. It's it's been an impressive year, and actually, somebody who gets um, somebody who gets quite a lot of shit um, in in the uh, comments section from certainly myself. Mr. Matt N did actually give us did <laughs> did actually give us some props recently where he commented that actually our our views to subscriber ratio um was actually far ahead of some of the bigger names, some of the like the Ken Domics and, and the like in the, around the world. I think was it Reckless Eating, I think he maybe name checked as well. Yeah, um, yes, possibly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean that's some people look at it and go, "Oh, you've got fourteen thousand subscribers. Why well, have you only got one thousand views?" But when you look at a lot of these big channels, they don't necessarily always get, you know, one to one ratio of views. So I think we're doing we're doing as good as, if not better, than some very much bigger names than us. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so I think that's that's worth noting. Obviously, another big highlight of this year was was this very thing, the podcast. Yeah, fantastic Correct. service product. Engaging. <laughs> I tell you, I haven't been recognised in a while. It's starting to piss me the fuck off. I I've got to admit something, right? I I mean, admittedly, I'm not as big a kind of presence on the YouTube channel uh, as as you guys. I don't appear in very many videos at all. But I went to Comic Con in Manchester earlier this year, and I had convinced myself that I was going to get spotted. Like, surely there's got to be some nerd in Manchester. At Comic Con, who watches Food Review UK, who's going to come up to me and go, oh, Stuart, I love you. No, nothing. This is it, right? You, I go to like, I go to like fucking like like UK theme parks where you see like thousands of British people in the day. I've been to like Disney World again. You will see like thousands of British people. Yeah, I went spent two weeks in Florida going around all these parks where there literally would have been hundreds and hundreds of British people walking around me. I don't. No one says a fucking peep. I walk in fucking co-op. Two minutes outside my house, and it's oh, are you the food reviewer, fuming? <laughs> you're, you're fuming that someone's recognised you. Well, um, happy, but I know I know we've obviously grown in in, in subscribers since then. I, I think the biggest thing is that we've been to two food festivals in the last sort of couple of years. And don't get me wrong, I'm not suggesting that everybody in the food world knows who we are, but that that surprises me that we didn't get clocked at the BBC one. Yeah, because there, there was thousands of people there. Yeah, it's just weird. Um, who, who are all obviously very much into food, so it's very weird that not one person there, not a stall owner, not a, not a, somebody walking around. This, this sounds so egotistical. No, no, but you like, know, but mate, it's, it's not. Section. So many companies realise that YouTube is massive, and they will, yeah, you they send out products for review, blah blah blah. But for the food industry, it just doesn't seem like it's the. It just doesn't. I mean, no offence to Popcorn Shed, but. Fucking hell, what was that? 
They... <laughs> no, I, no, I, you know. Fuck me. Okay, I'm marginally calling them out, but realistically, they won't listen because apparently they're I mean... ignorant to, to YouTube or iTunes, where, wherever this is available. Uh, <laughs> but they only gave us free tickets to a food festival and but, then free products to review. Yeah, but that's the thing. They invited us, and I, Stuart, I'm not 100% sure if you know this. They invited us to Birmingham to the food festival. They get us, got us in for free. They got us free tickets to come there and film a review of their product. The, their, their, like, chocolate and salted caramel glazed popcorn. And then they gave us... The, we, we were like, oh yeah, we'll set up to do the video now. They gave us one pop piece of popcorn each. What? In a little pot. <laughs> that, I mean, that is insane. <laughs> Isn't it? I did buy oh, some, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can fucking taste it. That is madness. Uh, yeah, it has been a really wonderful year, though. I've really enjoyed it. And uh, actually, I suppose one of the biggest things from my perspective is a slightly reduced schedule. Um, mm. I used to spend... Yeah. I, st- I still spend a lot of time on a Sunday working on the channel, but I don't spend quite as long these days. We dropped to uh, one video a day... week, One video a weekday instead of two. So it's, it's meant I've got a fairly decent amount of time back from my, from my uh, weekend... Uh, which without, is good. Without any real drop-off in terms of um, fans or anything. Yeah, the only real thing that you see is that the uh, weekends are a little more accentuated on the statistics. The views sort of significantly increase on the weekends. But it's it's not crazy and it's not as big as maybe I would have thought. No. No, obviously we've got a few people commenting on it when, when it went down. Because you did it gradually. It obviously went down from 3 to 2, then 2 to 1. Um, we did get a few people commenting that they're, they're usual, which is, which is nice to know because obviously that goes to show that there are people that actually are waiting for specific times. So mm. it's not just it's not just random people just going, oh, I wonder if MJ's done any new videos today. It's, it's literally they've gone, okay, he uploads at whatever it was, like 9 o'clock, 12 o'clock and 3 o'clock or whatever the times were. Um, so when there was one missing, they were like, where the fuck is he? Um, that's that's good because that obviously shows that we've got serious fanship. We've got people that are not just there um, because you know they're whatever they're losers or whatever. Um, we've got wow. people that actually. Want to, want, want, I'm saying that we don't have that. no notification notification squad. Love it. We've <laughs> uh, we've had an increase in very friendly trolls actually. Yeah. This year, there's been a lot of sort of interesting ones and just fans in general really. And obviously the old the old guard, the Chodes and the John Hunts and the and the the, the gender fluid person and and people like that have, have still stuck around. And, That's uh, him. We've we've cultivated. I say we like we had any fucking choice in it, um, but we've cultivated a nice little community down there. And nice is probably <laughs> not the word I should be using. That sounds um, weird. We've cultivated yeah. a nice little community down there. It's it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's PC speak for uh, grooming. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so um, I think I think the channel's in in good health, um, and uh, like I say, I mean I'm, I'm personally a fan of this. I've loved the podcast this year. Yeah, uh, fantastic, and thank you guys for all your help with it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> obviously I'm saying that as if I'm still the mastermind behind it. I just show up occasionally, drink a four loco, and try to ruin things. God, you don't try to ruin things. Oh, you succeed. You do a very good job of it, Michael. Thank you. 
And any other um, 2017 highlights for you, Stuart? Oh, no, I echo what you said. I mean, the, the podcast really has been the thing that I feel has been my uh, my real way into uh, to being a bigger part of Frook because um, I've been involved since the beginning, but I've I've been a, a minor character, and I think the podcast has uh, has perhaps seen my stock rise somewhat and as a rampant egotist obviously that matters an awful lot to me so fingers crossed next year at comic con i will be recognized possibly on possibly by voice rather than face <laughs> no, this, this is this is sort of it, it was it was semi-conceived by all of us but at the same time i think it's it's fair to say as soon as it became clear we were going to be doing a podcast um stuart ran with the idea and, and many of the many of the things that we do today um have have come from his beautiful northern brain um, i am so, the pod father correct. so anybody who loves the podcast for example mr bong lungs himself who's an avid listener um you can thank Stuart. he is your hero bloody right. love bong lungs ellie too stiffy he's good lad bong lungs if you're listening smoker doobie dank <laughs> Weed, marijuana, weedy, weedy, flibby, flibby, flobby, rizzler, roach, dime <laughs> for me, pal. Take a toke on that sweet, sweet tang. Mike, Michael, have you ever done drugs? I have tried marijuana. Uh, <laughs> you, seem to add, you seem to add two extra H's in that word somehow. <laughs> marijuana. Well, uh, yeah, mate, you know. You're right. not a fan, though? Uh, no, no, I went to art college, so obviously I did uh, sort of skunk and blocky. Um, for nothing, nothing crazy uh, in terms of um, frequency. It maybe took, you know, what in it partook one, two or three times a week. Nothing crazy. What if, um, what if we persuaded Mister Milford to bake some cookies for you? Oh, would you, fuck me! Would you review them on the channel? Yeah, I think I would. No, not I think I would. I 100% would. Rich. There we go. There we go. Go on, Rich. I'd I'd probably smoke a doobie. <laughs> pop, Jesus. Pop, like, occasionally. Would you, you go back to the 70s I'd, to do it? <laughs> I just wouldn't. Like I, Nowadays, I just wouldn't. Honestly, the, the thought of having to seek out drugs terrifies me. <laughs> I'd be, uh, what's it? I'd, I'd be a vulnerable person. You'd, 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 you'd be back to coming out of co-op, looking around the um, the, the, the dodgy streets of Aylesbury. That's it, yeah. Excellent. You guys smash drugs? Never. Never touched it. My body is a temple, as you can probably tell from looking at me. Um, no, I've, I've seriously never touched um, anything stronger than um, alcohol. That Mo- includes, m- moving includes on, normal... eh? Huh? Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I've smoked a, a Scooby. <laughs> what one of those little bracelets that people yeah. were making about ten years ago? <laughs> yeah, I make them periodically, a couple of times through the year. Obviously, because I can't let go. I can't let go crazy. Correct. Correct. Moving on, shall we? So that was our um, yeah. So 2017. Couldn't even finish the word. 2017, great year. 2018, even better year. We're going to bring you some. Um, 
some really good hosts and, and guests for uh, this podcast in the next 12 months. Uh, as you've probably guessed, and as we've mentioned, tonight's show is all about Christmas. Before we talk about what our traditions are on the day, what we like to eat, all that thing, it's time for a bit of quivia. <laughs> so we've obviously not got a guest that I can fix to win this, so it is head-to-head again. Well, surely we should, just, yeah, we should just fix it so that Stuart wins. Correct. Well, I mean, we don't need to fix it so that I win. Yeah. Because I beat you every time, fair and square. Exactly. Yeah, I'll exactly. find some way to fuck myself. Yeah. Do. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the name of this, uh, the channel. Oh, fuck me. I'm drunk already. This quack has gone straight to my head. Right. <laughs> I thought you said you'd never tried anything. Because uh... <laughs> it sounds like crack. I get it. Yeah, 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 good that, Michael, yeah. Crack is a white drug. Question uh, one! Cocaine. Um, <laughs> these, are all, these are all fairly shit questions. Uh, oh, before... really looking forward to it. Brilliant. Uh, before Scrooge <laughs> bought him a turkey... Michael Caine. What? So, Michael Caine, hang on. Michael Caine. <laughs> oh, hang on, no. No, Sorry. I've got to take your first answer. Oh. Um can I... Before Scrooge bought him a turkey, what bird was to be eaten by Bob <laughs> Oh, okay. I would have said Michael Caine anyway. Um, <laughs> what bird? Mrs. Cratchit? <laughs> I was I was expecting a joke from one of you about him eating Mrs. Cratchit. Um, what bird? It, I, hang on. This, this strikes me as odd. Why? I thought that the turkey was, was something that came... Like kind of fifties over to Britain and had been was an American thing. Was it a, was it a turkey traditionally in a Christmas Carol? I believe that's what I read earlier that it was a turkey. I can't right. uh, you know, attest to it now, but I, I did my research then. Okay, I'm gonna go for. I mean, God, I, mean, it... I I do know the answers. I just want that. I just want to say that before Stuart gives his answer, and then I'll yeah. I mean, I can go on Google as well, Michael. I just choose not to. It's, Michael. Uh, yeah. Altavista. I, Jeeves, what turkey? What what <laughs> bird does Bob Crack? Oh, something pathetic. Let's go for... Guinea fowl. Oh. No, I'm joking. My, my actual answer is goose. Well, no, because a turkey's not an upgrade from a goose. I'm going to say just a chicken. Oh. A bantam. A bantam. <laughs> of course you'd say a bantam. Yeah. Um, it's it's not an upgrade, really, but in the context of A Christmas Carol, which was written by Charles Dickens and released in 1843, the Cratchit family were going to be eating a goose. Oh, Dickens by go. name. Dick, dickhead <laughs> by nature. <laughs> Question two. In a survey taken in October 2015 by BritishTurkey.co.uk, how much do we spend per head on Christmas dinner? And when I say we, the British public. Incorrect. I don't buy any heads. Right, that's zero for Michael Jameson. So, sorry. So, sorry. so Stuart, technically an answer of one pound will actually win this question for, for you. For Christmas dinner? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, in a, I can. In yeah. a survey taken in October 2015 by BritishTurkey.co.uk, how much do we spend per head on Christmas dinner? By we, I mean the British public. 
Does this include alcohol? Um, it didn't say. I think it's the mm. food. I think it's just the food. Okay, I'm going to go £18.37. The 37 is important. It is important. Wow. Well, I'm going to do a little bit of maths here, guys. So, the abs- this, is, this is just Christmas dinner. Yeah, that's the question, because we're doing a Christmas episode. Eight, 18 seems far too high. So, the average size of a family in the UK, or a household, I should say, is 3.13. Uh, so, the average average size turkey purchase, you would have to assume, uh, would be one that serves four. Uh, turkey that serves four people would be somewhere in the region of ten to f- ten to twelve pounds. So if we you mob f- roll, we'll go on the high high twelve. Uh, vegetables etc. Probably fiver. Um, condiments, you know, goose fat is probably present. So we'll go another three. So that's five plus three plus twelve is nineteen. Uh, so I'm gonna say nine. No, it's not. Wait, hang on. Five, ahead. five plus three plus twelve is not, and also you said eighteen seems too high, and now you're going way above what I yeah, said. Yeah, because I because Stuart, I haven't divided it by three point one three yet. Oh, all so right, yeah, 90, yeah, yeah. So nineteen ish. So well, twenty six pound six pound twenty three. Six pound twenty. wins. Next question. is <laughs> twenty pounds and nineteen. What an idiot. Mate. Six pound per head. You go to the. No, I'm not going to say that because I'll end up insulting your family by saying you go to the worst Christmases in the world. Um... Toby Carvery. Bloody hell. You're, you're with Nate at the Toby Carvery again, aren't you? <laughs> um, the survey also goes on to say that 66% of us will be dining on turkey at Christmas, uh, 7% on chicken, 6% on beef, 2% on goose, and 2% on pork. Um, that leaves 17% that they don't account for, so I don't know what the fuck those people are eating. Pigs in blankets. Vegetarian sauce. Huh? Pigs in blankets. My friend at work, she actually... Um, I, th- I think she was saying that this is what happened last year. They went round her mother's house, and her mother said... <laughs> her mother sounds like a bit of a character. Uh, her mother said, Fuck it, I'm not, I can't be bothered to do a full roast. What's your favourite bits? And I think her boyfriend said cheese, and she said pigs and blankets. So she said, "Okay, I'll just do loads of pigs and blankets and cheese." <laughs> oh wow, that's a that's a meal. <laughs> Correct. Um, I, I, do you know what? Just thinking of that, I saw something the other day that described them as pigs under blankets. What? That's yeah, fucking stupid. I, I can't remember what I saw it on, but it was like it, it was that was it. It was a, it was a sandwich. It was it was a Christmas sandwich, and it was like turkey and blah 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 and pigs under blankets. What do you mean under blankets? I, I I can only assume that that would refer to the composition of the sandwich. I can only assume that the sausages were perhaps sliced in half, laid on a on a piece of bread flatly, and then the bacon was put on top. That is, if 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 it doesn't refer to that, then I have severe no. severe problems with that comment. But yeah, what the fuck? Like someone's going, oh, I don't like pigs in blankets, but I do love a good pig under blanket. Yeah. What's the fucking point? Oh, anyway, oh, Michael's absolutely right there. That's the only. I have serious reservations about pigs under blankets. No, no. <laughs> that's a good title for the show. Uh, number three. What is the world record quickest time to eat three mince pies? I want to release a film called Serious Reservations now. It would definitely be set in a hotel. <laughs> Brilliant. Is that is that the end of the joke or 
He's sort of, yeah. I'm getting drunk. Good. <laughs> Good work. Good work. I've nearly finished my quack, by the way. Yeah, I, well, I've finished my homebrew, and I'm currently nearly finishing uh, Brewdog Hoppy Christmas Festive IPA, which is very nice. I've got, I've got a Brewdog in my box. Oh, what is it? Uh, I can't remember without looking at it. I've, I think I've got... Actually, I think I've got a photo of it. I'll, I'll tell you in a second. So, yeah, question, question three, right, while you yeah. answer that. Three uh, Christmas pies. pies. Mince pies. Uh, not Christ, Christmas, Christmas pies. pies. Christmas pies. Christmas pies. Yeah, there is. That's what they're called, mate. Christmas pies. No, um, no. Christmas pie. Three. The, the fastest time to eat three Christmas pies, I'm going to say 37 seconds. 37 seconds. Uh, by the way, it's Punk IPA. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Punk's good standard beer. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Um, I'm, about to move, I'm about to move on to Enkir. What? A beer. I'm about to move on to Enkir. E-N-K-I-R. Never heard of it. More information needed. There's a lot of small writing, mate. I think... It's a really weird weird bottle. I'll take a photo and send it to you. Sweet. Cheers, Mum. 12 seconds per pie with an increased time per pie as each pie goes by of 15%, which would bring it to 46 seconds. As pie goes by. Uh, so how how long did you say? Sorry, forty. Forty six seconds. Forty six seconds. Wow, this this might be MJ's best yet round. He's taken that one. The uh, the actual record is fifty four seconds, uh, set by Robert Edward Lee in Ellenbrook, Australia, on the seventeenth of August, two thousand and thirteen. Uh, for a bonus point. Uh, it's not quite Christmas food, but it's mm, something we often eat at Christmas, I guess. Uh, what's the fastest time to eat 15 Ferrero Rocher? Oh, wow. So they, they would become quite clagging. There's a lot of nut to get through, so you do have to properly chew it. 15. 15. Right, hang on. I, I really don't think you could do them quicker than eight, eight. Se- than seven seconds, maybe, per one. Oh, oh. 15, eight... That's 80. Another 5, 40, 120. That's two minutes. Add a bit. Two minutes, 20. Yeah, that's that's good, I think. Um, 70. I think think 87 seconds. So one minute and 27 seconds. I mean, Stuart. Two minutes, 22 seconds. Oh, right. In your face. You get two points for only being two seconds off. (laughs) <laughs> in and around your face Michael Jameson okie dokie so question four I've just sent the photos of that end here by the way uh, question four according to a survey by the Food Network what percentage of brave brave British men admit that their partner's dinner is better than their mother's oh hang on um oh shit hmm. oh I'm gonna weird, say man. I'm going to say 37%. Oh, that's rank. 37. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so this is people who admit that their partner's is better than their mother's. Yeah, their yeah. partner's Christmas dinner is better than their mother's. Uh, who are they admitting it to? Um, their mother. I don't oh. Know. It, was, it was a survey. Um, yeah, doesn't doesn't mean much to me without context, unfortunately. So I will go... All right, it was Steve. Steve said, I don't know, come on. 32%. What context, what context do you need? Who are they saying it to? 
The survey. Yeah. It was a survey. The Food Network. Les Dennis. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Anonymous. Um, they said it. They said it to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, partners better than mothers. Um, yeah. Prob- probably only. Probably only twenty nine percent. Twenty nine percent. Oh, it's a shame. You get minus one point there, MJ, because it was actually twenty eight percent. So that's <laughs> minus one for you. <laughs> Um, because I was one off my, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, because you, you were close, but just miles off. Also, question five. So the score going into this last one is uh, three for Stuart and one for MJ. Um, <laughs> Seems unfair, but carry on. Question five in dollars. Okay. In dollars. <laughs> How much? How much would the cost of milk and cookies left out for Santa around the world each year add up to? Jesus. Right, so all the all of if you added up if you added up the cost of all of the milk and cookies left around the world for Santa Claus, how much would right. it cost? Depends Can I ask... is, is it is the Can cookie I... sweeter or savourier than an airwave? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, can I have some details? Yeah, correct. Well, I also I, want details. Well, you can ask, but right. I don't have any. Right? Are we talking? Right? Well, you've got to, you've got <laughs> make, to make this up. Come on, okay. style it out. Is it like literally every child or every household is leaving some milk and cookies, or is it the cost of the household? Because in my house, we don't leave out milk and cookies. We leave out a Christmas pie and a, and a small glass of a quite delicious malt whiskey. Because when Santa gets to my house, what he really wants is a whiskey. Um, so there is no there is no milk and cookie cost associated with my house. So are we assuming that there was, or are we... I think what's happened not? is... I think what's happened is they've asked 100 people, do you leave that milk and cookies? They've worked out that how many of those do. They've then... Time the likelihood of the milliliters and number of cookies left out by the number of people, extrapolated that to the billions across the world, um, including yeah. the starving Africans, probably, um, and then just come up with a figure based on presumably the re- retail price index currently in place. Right. Michael, go on. Name a price so I can go up anymore. So I do want to. <laughs> that's, no, that sounds fair. I do or want less. to say after this portion. Stuart has reminded me of a very unrelated but very worthwhile anecdote. So I will say, cost-wise, okay, so a cookie is what? Probably like 15 to to 20p. 15 to 25p. Milk is a pound for a pint. It's like probably a a fifth of that, so 20p. So 45p. 45p per person. Um... Two pints, sorry, whatever, whatever the long and thin one is. Um, <laughs> we we can we can buy it in the supermarkets down here, Stuart. Um, Brilliant. We don't have to go straight to the cow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So forty-five p times four billion, four billion, <laughs> four billion p, forty-five p. No. Hang on, four billion p. Sixteen billion pence. Sixteen billion pence. So let's. Uh, that's, that's, what is that? That's 1.6 billion. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 1.6 billion. 1.6 billion dollars per, so you think around the world, 1.6 billion dollars. 
<laughs> I think I see my flaw. Shit, I fucked up. Yeah, because I basically assumed that everyone, including the third world people, do it. Oh, so you've said four billion. There's a few more people than four billion. If you didn't include them. <laughs> because the people in the, the third world probably can afford to get rid of half a glass of milk and a cookie. If you, you've also assumed every single person's doing it in a family household. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just uh, that's just redundant. All, all three point one three people living in that house. Stuart, um, would you like to say one penny less than that? Yeah, I mean, are you any good with algebra? <laughs> I am. No, what I'd like you to do is uh, where 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 X is the is Michael Jameson's estimate. I'm going X minus one. X minus one, uh, one pound or one penny. One one unit. Well, it's dollars, so one. Go for oh. one. We'll go for a book. Let's go for a whole book. So you're saying oh, gambler. You're saying one one billion <laughs> five hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. Uh, dollars? Yeah, let's say that if I'm if I if he wins now and it's somewhere in between our two guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag we riot. Um, you were both over a billion off. Uh, oh. You'll be surprised to know. Uh, the answer is actually one hundred and eighty-nine million dollars. Um, Hashtag Santa isn't real. Hashtag food waste. Oh, oh Hasht- yeah. What is? Hashtag bastard, what? Yeah, what if children listen to this podcast? What's that about? Well, I think there's a bigger fish to fry if they listen to this podcast. <sighs> okay, so, quickly out of the way, let's talk, let's talk Christmas. Um, before we delve into your food habits, let's get a little flavour of what the Christmas households are like for you two guys. What, what do you do? What's, what's, your, what's a stereotypical Christmas for you guys? Where, where, are, you, where are you based? What are you doing? Go on, Michael. All right, yeah, well, yeah, lovely. All right, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so I, so Claire and I, uh, my loving wife, we go to Claire's family's house. Um, so what we will do, we'll wake up. Well, we're talking about Christmas Day, right? Yeah, well, Christmas Eve. If you've got any, if you've got any sort of non-food related um, traditions for Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. So to, we, to yeah, we. Break I have. If I'm working, I may or may not go out for a quick, just a cheeky festive communal friendly drink after work but um but i i don't think i've worked the last couple of christmas eve uh so claire and i usually just spend the day together good old-fashioned watch the solid telly that's on we'll typically get a takeaway uh and just have a very bloody lovely relaxing evening very festive mm-hmm. and then christmas day so we'll wake up we'll we will do our stockings um, open the stockings in bed, then we'll go down, open each other's presents, which will of course be under the tree. Um, then we'll get ready, <coughs> excuse me, and then we'll go over to Claire's parents' house where we will uh, sort of wait for everyone to get themselves ready and whatnot. Then we will do the classic uh, opening of presents. Everyone opens their presents. Um, I will usually play some video games in the living room. I love a bit of video game, Christmas festive video game action. Uh, watch the classic movies then obviously lunch uh, after lunch nice bit of nice bit of uh, cracking TV we'll usually bust out a board game um, and have a, just a merry old evening and then Claire and I would usually retire to a uh, not too late of an evening retire to bed and just have a lovely festive sleep 
pretty can I, standard and traditional, I'd say. Can I take you back to a point you made earlier? Come down on Christmas morning, open your presents, which are under the tree. Yeah. Yeah, so are your presents, like, now, under the tree? Yeah. So the, so your Christmas presents for your wife are currently, as we speak, <laughs> sitting under the Christmas tree in your living room. That's right, yeah. Is you're a fucking pro- savage. What? Yeah, oh, you're really? a savage. Oh, is that bad? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear, that's what Claire likes, would, I'm afraid. Would your, I'm only guessing, would your objection here, Stuart, is it, is it the fear that the wife would um, possibly feel, shake, smell, taste? Um, no, to try and guess that what should is, be or... welcome to. <laughs> it's the magic of Christmas, my friend. Father Christmas brings my wife's presents and lays them out on the floor in much the same way as Father Christmas has always done for me throughout my life. How, mm, if I may ask about your family life one second, uh, you presumably lived with, with, with Jen before Theo was around? Correct, yeah. Uh, did you also do that um, tradition before he came around, or is this because Theo? No, was... no. No, we've always... I mean, admittedly, you know, when you look at the actual, the, the mechanics of it all, what tends to happen is at about, I don't know, 11, half 11 on Christmas Eve night, we both kind of disappear, come back five minutes later, arrange a pile of presents on the living room floor in plain view of each other, and then go to bed, and then in the morning come downstairs and pretend that we didn't see that. But, <laughs> it's, you know, as you'll see when I tell you about my Christmas... Uh, my Christmas Eve uh, proceedings, there is an awful lot of uh, bowing to imaginary characters that happens in my household. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's get cracking on it. What happens? What What is the Bullock um, Christmas life like? Uh, Christmas Eve, na- neither of us tend to work on Christmas. Well, I obviously don't work on Christmas Eve. Mm. Gemma has in the past. In the past, what we used to do, she was working, is we I would take her to work and we'd go for a nice breakfast. And then she'd usually be on a half day and I'd pick her up. Um, since that doesn't really happen anymore, we our big Christmas tradition is that, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, is we have calzones, um, yes. which I will be starting to make on Thursday evening because I'm doing Michael Jameson's 72-hour pizza dough this year. Um, So we have our calzones, and then we go to church on Christmas Eve. We go to the Chris Kindle uh, service at church on Christmas Eve to um, celebrate, uh, I would say, probably the second most prominent fictional character that's involved in in Christmas. Um, And, I mean, I... This this might this might surprise you, but I bloody love a good church sing song, um, and none more so than at Christmas time. I am the loudest man in the church, the proudest singer in the church, and I give it the full, the, the, yeah, the full the full Christmas carol whack. Uh, Early, love I, it. I, I can understand. Yeah, love it, love it. You're not actually religious, though, are you? I'm not. I mean, I've got a small Christmas. No, I'm not. I'm a, was, I'm a fully. Was, was it the bit where you talked about the fictional character? Give it away. <laughs> I am. I've got a brilliant Christmas anecdote, which I'll, I'll share with you now, if that's all right. I, I, I like a drink at Christmas, and about about five years ago, uh, my son was my son was christened. My wife wanted to have my son christened. I I went along with it, but I told the on, under the proviso that I did not have to stand at the front of the church and say things that were untrue. 
uh, and the <laughs> priest at the church. The- the priest at the church was actually really accommodating, really nice woman. Um, she was like, yeah, we can work around that. Don't do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Actually, I appreciate the fact that you've been honest because so many people just have the kids christened when they've got, they just get it done because it's it's almost expected or it, yeah. whatever, to, to get them into a school or something. Yeah. So she quite liked it. Um, but then she embarked on on what I like to think of as a bit of a long con like something out of Hustle, which was, let's punish the atheist. Um, (laughs) And perhaps her greatest moment was when she phoned me at half past ten, three nights before Christmas. I imagine she knew full well that I'd had a few beers uh, to tell me that they had no organist for the Carols by Candlelight service. Um, And to cut a long story short... I cannot play the organ. Yet ended up in a church at midnight playing the organ for a carols by for a, for a carols by candlelight. Oh, that was amazing! Literally, I, I went. It wasn't on the same night that I was drunk. Um, I went and spent an entire day practicing the organ in a church, uh, learning how to play the organ so that I could play in a in a carol service. So I didn't upset Jesus. <laughs> and how how do you feel you, you you got on? Did you did you? Smashed it or was it? Absolutely smashed it, mate. Oh, I mean, have you? I mean, I, I could join the doors now. I'm that. I'm that quality of organist now. I've got. I'm skilled. Let's just say I'm skilled. I have to say, I'm. I'm a, quite a famous atheist. That I've been recognised in many times. Um, but, um, not, not, not enough though, eh? Well, certainly not recently. But uh, Chris Dingle is actually one of my happiest memories of church. Um, not, not, uh, not, not only because all my other memories of church were being groomed by priests. <laughs> Jesus no, that's, not, that's obviously a joke. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've never been groomed by priests. But yeah, I do have good memories of sticking candied fruits into an orange. Yep. And, <laughs> and priest penises into your mouth. <laughs> It's Not... nice that you can laugh about it now. <laughs> the, the candle being pierced into the citrus wasn't the only thing that let out a little juice. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so that's, that's your Christmas Eve. What about your Christmas Day? Uh, wake up, discover the presents that Father Christmas has left, open the presents. Now that there is a small boy that is more focused on him rather than us, and uh, for the last three years, it's been then my parents come to us. They'll get here late morning. That will then there will then be another round of present opening, followed by food, beer, 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 uh, cheese, coma. <laughs> Isn't being a kid fantastic? Yeah, yeah. He loves the beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not not when you were a child though. Like it, I assume you you guys were saying, oh, when you when you were a child that you wanted to be an adult, and now you look back and go, so much easier being a child. Just, oh yeah. god, it's just awful being an adult, isn't it? There's yeah. li- what what's the benefit of being an adult? Money. Yeah, money. Money, like, money I, and freedom. I can but, I can buy all the toys that I couldn't afford when I was a child, but I don't yeah. have the time to play with them. Yeah. yeah, I've got more. I've got more Lego now than I had when I was a child. Yeah, and beer, <laughs> beer. I think beer is probably the. Beer. <laughs> oh, there's nothing stopping you drinking as a child, to be fair. <laughs> well, no, I'm from Yorkshire, so. 
<laughs> Almost expected. What about um, you, Nate? Are you looking forward to a uh, a Christmas with Adelaide? Well, I suppose it's sort of your second first one. proper one. First yeah. proper first, one. First proper one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say this year's going to be it's going to be an odd one because obviously the last sort of the last sort of five or six years I've spent Christmas um, with or at. Laura's uh, Laura's mum's. We we tend to go there Christmas Eve, get like a Chinese takeaway or something like that. Um, we wouldn't necessarily stay there, although we would one on once or twice we did stay there. But I wonder speak, if uh, takeaways are incredibly busy on Christmas Eve. I think they must be. I think I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens this year because obviously it's a Sunday, so um, we don't know yeah. what we're going to be. We, we haven't yet decided what we're going to be doing on on Christmas Eve. Because um, we don't know what will be open and, and what we want to have. Because we're actually we're seeing uh, we've got friends around on Thursday for a Chinese. So you know whether we want that again like three days later, I don't know. But anyway, so um, that would be our normal plan. But but this year um, I think it's just going to be us three. Um, I don't know whether we'll do anything special to commemorate the fact that it's Christmas Eve, or whether we'll just save our energy for the next day. Because obviously we're, we're going to be at home. Going to be the first. I think the first Christmas I've had. At my own home, possibly since I was a kid. Like, I, I, I think I've always been around someone else's um, since I was probably maybe, well, maybe not a quick kid, but maybe like 20 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's a long old time. So it'd be nice to actually have a Christmas home. Laura's mum will be coming and sharing it with us. Laura will obviously be doing the majority of the cooking, heavy lifting, I would think. Um, I would think that in terms of the plan for the day, we'll similar to you guys. We'll have our presents relatively early, have our dinner midday, uh, about one o'clock or something like that. I think sort yeah. of an early afternoon, and then just try and chill out for the rest of the day and just watch yeah. a bit of TV, play around with anything we've got as presents and stuff like that. It's um, it's not going to be um, super super hectic. I th- I don't know whether Laura's brother's going to be coming around. Um, but if he does, then um, obviously that'll be another round of presents. I would have thought in the afternoon. Um, but no, it's, it's 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 funny how much time and energy and money is spent on just this day. That actually, it's not even the full day. It's done by sort of early afternoon. Yeah. After that, it's it's just recovering for 364 days. <laughs> I, I I think it's worth mentioning that literally. It's only been the last two or three years that I've managed to sleep past about 4am on Christmas Day. I get so... It's a, it's an absolute curse. As a child, I used to be awake from like two in the morning and just waiting, waiting oh. until seven o'clock, which was the designated time that I was allowed to go and wake my parents up. Yeah. And I haven't ne- never really got past that, even as an adult, like 25 years old, and I'd be awake two, three o'clock in the morning, struggling mm. to sleep. Yeah, I, I'm all right as an adult, adult, but I was really, really bad as a kid. Same yeah. situation. I just could not, couldn't get to sleep, just could not get to sleep and just couldn't, couldn't, um, yeah, I just couldn't do it, could I? Just, I, I suppose I've always been very excited and very interested in material possession and that's why I'm so in tune to the idea that oh, people say, oh, money can't buy you happy. Oh, fuck off. Fuck off. Of course it can't. can't buy you happiness. You, it you can know. buy you Lego, and that's pretty much the same thing. Exactly. So. If Lego makes you happy and money buys you Lego, yeah. it's maths, probably. 
Yeah. <laughs> science, science and maths. Yeah. yeah, science, maths, physiology, biology. Um, I'm kind of the same. I, I find it hard to sleep as late as I would on any other weekend or any other day. Um, maybe not. I mean, the first the first year that Laura and I lived together, I was up ridiculously early, like two o'clock in the morning or something stupid like that. Um, did you wet the bed? I did wet the bed <laughs> and, and shit it. But um, that's beside the point. Yeah, um, I actually know that's a true story as well. It's really weird. <laughs> it's because uh, you were there. It's really weird that um, <laughs> if you said, right, there's a present, but you can't open it for seven days, I'd have amazing... Um, self-control like I, I, there'd be no I wouldn't be shaking it I wouldn't be doing anything to try and guess what it is I'd just be like okay that's fine I can open that in seven days but for some reason Christmas Eve going into Christmas Day it's just it's just like it just fucking plays around with your mind and just it just wakes you up early I don't know why I'm an adult now why does that do to me, do that to me still it's still amazing Christmas is it is the best day <laughs> excuse me oh it um, is yeah it is the um, best day yeah 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 I forgot the other tradition that we have actually started doing is that we try, it's not always worked, but we try to stay up as late as possible on Christmas Eve, hopefully through till midnight. And then I will open one present at like midnight plus one minute. Oh, that's cute. So that we sort of... Because Santa Claus comes at midnight, obviously. (laughs) Drops off the presents and we're like, right, we're going to open one and then we'll go to bed. Um, Which also helps But I don't know what they would do and now we've got a kid. I think that's wrong. We have a, I should have probably mentioned this, we have a Christmas Eve box, which yep. probably fulfills the same same kind of uh, role as that. And, but it doesn't have, it doesn't have surprises in it. It has some Christmas Eve treats. We always get new pyjamas. They go in there, um, mm-hmm. stuff, stuff like that. We, we, we're starting that this year. So, yeah. like I say, I mean, this, this year's up in the air. We've got no fucking idea what, you know what we're going to be doing or how we're going to try and make new traditions i know you shouldn't really force them but at the same time we're sort of just trying to this is you know our first year and as a family so it's going to be sort of working out what what works and what doesn't work and stuff so it's nice it's, it's absolutely brilliant making your own traditions is <laughs> so empowering particularly when you've got kids because if you I think we're all the same that we grew up we all love Christmas we grew up with Christmas being such a big thing it means so much to us now still as adults because of that nostalgia and by having these strong Christmas traditions you're making sure that there's still going to be magic in mm-hmm. children's lives and it's a it's a wonderful wonderful thing even if even if perhaps as an adult it might feel forced it's mm. not you it is uh, well, it is still because I—I I mean, it is all about me. Everything, yeah. <laughs> that song that McFly sang—it's all about me. It, it's weird because, like, Laura was asking me if, whether my family had traditions when I was a kid, and I don't—I don't really remember any. I mean, there might have been, and maybe my just my my memory's failing me. But it's not like we did certain things on Christmas Eve and certain things for breakfast, and you know, it, it's just—I just remember them just all being great. I, 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 that, is, that was the tradition. They were great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really remember there being specific, so we're, we're, we're trying to um, implement something like that, so that there's going to be yeah. something cute that Adelaide can take forward to when she has a family one day, hopefully. Oh, now that we've got the non-food stuff out of the way, obviously you guys have mentioned you know, your, your Christmas Eve traditions. What about your Christmas Day? What, what's Do you have a specific breakfast that you'll have in, in the morning? Generally for us, it'll involve bacon. Um, what type of bacon? That, I mean, how... How, how cooked are we talking? Yeah, I mean, actually cooked, not oh. not seed. 
Um, actual <laughs> bacon, perhaps with pancakes, perhaps with oh, wow. French toast. Wow. Um, um, possibly even just a bacon boy. But we don't breakfast. Gen- I leave for work at seven o'clock in the morning. I don't. My breakfast is a rushed thing in the mornings. Mm. At weekends, and you've got all this to look forward to. Saturday and Sunday mornings, uh, my wife is taking my son out to activities reasonably early in the morning. So breakfast is not a ting in my house. So Christmas Day, we make it a ting. So, and for me, that's that's bacon. Yeah, you I have the best breakfast on yeah, I don't know what we're having this year. Uh, last year, we thought about getting a waffle maker and doing uh, bacon and waffles. Um, oh, wow. Don't know what will happen this year. It'll be bacon, though. Don't worry. Even if it's just bacon, it's, it's, it'll be bacon. I was worried. I'll be honest. I was worried there wasn't going to be bacon involved. Don't, don't worry. Be, there will be bacon. Uh, I, I, I feel like I need to worry. I think I've seen a film um, called There Will Be Bacon. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis. It's yeah. fantastic. That's it, yeah. yeah. Paul, uh, Paul Dana, yeah. Yeah, correct. Um, <laughs> Paul Dane Pack. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> moved on. Um, uh, the funniest part of that. <laughs> great actor. Um, title of the podcast, Paul Dane Pack. No, obviously not. Um, no, I'll tell you what, Stuart's inspired me, actually. This whole calzone business. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to do a calzone for breakfast. But uh, the, just the concept. And he's probably not the first. The first. He's probably not the first person to come up with um, a Christmas tradition. But I want to have a Christmas tradition. And that Christmas tradition, I've decided this year, is going to be smoked salmon for breakfast. Just smoked salmon or? Yeah, smoked salmon, lemon, boom, plate of that. Already bought it. It's in date until the until a good solid week or two after the big day. So yeah, gonna, I'm gonna actually have that Christmas Eve breakfast and Christmas Day breakfast. So when you suggested that Stuart had given you the idea to have a tradition of having something for breakfast, you've and the fact you've already bought the smoked salmon. Go on. You already what I'm trying to get at is he's he's not inspired you really, has he? I think for our breakfast this year we're gonna be um we're gonna be pancaking it up. I think um Wow look, it's just an easy, delicious breakfast to have in the morning. Um so I think pancakes are definitely on her, our sort of tradition um horizon. Um love a good pancake. Now as, hang on, as someone who doesn't cook, aren't all breakfasts easy for you? Oh, well, some are harder to eat, aren't they, I guess? Like, <laughs> You're talking about like eating bagels, for example. It's not really their fault, but they've got a hole in them. reference. Um, <laughs> but pancakes, you know, they're easy for Laura, and if it's easy for Laura, they're easy for me. So I love them. I don't know why they're panned. Good oh, one. Jesus. Uh, but Stuart mentioned French toast. I haven't had French toast in so long. Oh, mate. Oh. That's oh. a good bit of French toast. Yeah, correct. I th- there is a chain. I don't know whether it's in places other than I know they've got one in Liverpool and one in Manchester called Moose Coffee. And I went there for a Christmas Eve breakfast a few years ago, and they do French toast with peanut butter and jam, 
and I had that with a side of bacon, and that was amazing. Oh. French toast, peanut butter, jam, bacon. Oh. <sighs> yeah. You guys, I think both of you sort of suggested your your lunch, your, your Christmas dinner is sort of more of a, a late lunch. You don't have any lunch between your breakfast and your Christmas dinner? Oh, no, no, no. It's like a two or three o'clocker, yeah. Um, yeah, and I think mine's usually a, a, a one to two. I'll probably bust open some nuts or chocolate that I would have had as a present. You'll, you'll bust open a nut during Christmas Day. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, there must be, I mean, obviously, not those people that obviously are working in the emergency services and have to work on the, on Christmas Day. That's obviously entirely, you know, their fault. Um, but there must be some psychopaths out there that have, like, a proper dinner. Like, as in, they have their Christmas dinner at, like, 6, 7 o'clock at night. Weirdos. They're, they're, yeah, because they're just genuine weirdos. And that infuriates me. <laughs> imagine. Right. Imagine having Facts. to wait all that, all that time. Christmas drink, Christmas dinner is 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 lunch. It is mm. lunch. It's a late lunch because yep. you're not, you know, you you eat things in the morning, don't you? You get a chocolate orange. Yeah, you'll so you get some chocolate. presents. Yeah, you will get. Think, pre- I mean, ideally. Thinking about it, going back to um, a tremendous episode we did a few weeks ago with uh, Captain Harlock about roasts. Um, most, as we discovered, most of our roasts are on a Sunday. Like your yep. general roast dinners. Good knowledge. Is it fair to say that most of those are late lunches in themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys ever yeah. eat sort of a, a, a lunch within, ignoring the occasional one? But generally speaking, would you say, yeah, most of your lunches are, sorry, most of your roasts are late lunches anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Most of our roasts will make a decision that it's going to be a one meal day, a one proper meal day. You know, we'll have a decent breakfast, and then we'll, we'll just have a roast about three o'clock. It's a bizarre yeah. thing, though, because there's no there's no other meal that we have, no other sort of quote unquote dinner meal um, that we have so regularly as a late lunch. No, there? there's no no one's going. Oh, I'm going to have this curry at one o'clock in the afternoon. Like it's 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 a weird tradition yeah. that roasts seem to be more often than not. You you consider one o'clock to be a late lunch. Mm. What time's lunchtime? Um, well, yeah, I guess one o'clock's probably not late lunch, but I think once you get past, yeah, once you get past about half one, two o'clock, you're into late lunch territory. Yeah, I mean, I think if if you're eating your lunch at one o'clock, I think that's pretty standard. Anything between twelve and one. That's the, yeah. the hour of lunch. Yeah, I apologise, Stuart. I was using late lunch to encompass all times of lunches. <laughs> Is that okay? Sorry, no. I didn't say late lunch and lunch times, normal and early lunch times, and other times. I can't even remember what I have for dinner on Christmas Day. I think maybe even just dessert is is sort of dinner. Because that's normally yeah. a good hour after lunch, isn't it? If, well, I mean, speaking of Christmas dinner, then what? what I mean... I would imagine we're all turkey people, yeah? I think MJ even said turkey's his favourite roast. I fucking love turkey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not... I'm, it might, yeah, it might be my favourite. I just love turkey. Clown. It's tasty. Clown. Turkey's Clown. nice, don't get me wrong. It's decent enough. I've never turned down a turkey. But to say it's your favourite, that's just psychopath behaviour. To be fair, um, because I do any of it at Christmas, it could be the emotional link to it. That it is always associated with the best day of the year. Base. Is Christmas your favourite day of the year? Um, 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, obviously. Because it's just, it's just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, second meats. Do we, do we prescribe to that? Are we having a gammon or a beef or a, something else to go alongside the turkey? It's usually done in our household, but I don't usually partake. I usually stay fairly on on uh, on brand. I think I mentioned in the roast episode that I prefer the gravy to be the same flavour as the meat. So that will usually uh, have some some bearing on my meat decision. Um, obviously, this is going to have a little bit of overlap with the roast, the roast episode. But what 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 are your size? What do you have? Sort of specific ones that are just Christmas roasts. Um, Christmas roast. I'd say pigs or, in blankets usually only come out at Christmas. Yeah, agreed. And we, which is madness. Yeah, which is madness. It, it Why? is mental, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Probably because uh, uh, I'd maybe suggest that uh, it might be two factors. One. Pigs in blankets aren't necessarily as readily available as a combined product in other times of the year. And two, mm-hmm. that if you okay, if you were to make them yourself, sausage and bacon aren't necessarily by themselves particularly affordable. So it becomes quite an expensive side order, is what I would say. My um, my mother-in-law is a she's a particular eater. Let's put it that way, um, and pigs in blankets she loves however she will not abide um just shop-bought ones she has to every year they have to be homemade one which obviously is great because that's generally speaking going to be better um but yeah she, she won't have just your just run-of-the-mill frozen ones from whatever she will have to make them love it standardly love it yeah yeah easy to make i totally disagree michael bacon and sausages are both incredibly affordable Wow. Fair. If, Fair comment. Def, definitely if you're happy to um, downgrade, I guess. Like, I know yeah, that I you, mean, guys, you guys are obviously you know, foodies that probably don't, but obviously you can get re- very affordable sausages, very affordable bacon if you really want to. Well, with sausages, you want a little chipolata for pigs in blankets, and they tend, even if you go and buy them from a butcher's, they're not going to be... They're not. I mean, sausages are the epitome of an affordable meat. You know, sausages and mince are your affordable meats. Um, and bacon. And you don't need a super good quality bacon for a pigs in blanket. There's no point in buying an expensive, thick-cut, dry-cured bacon. It's streaky bacon. It's thin. It's 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 a millimetre thick. Um, you, it's it's fine. It's it, and I suppose in Yorkshire you can just go and hack a chunk out of your neighbour's pig anyway, can't you? Yeah, that's what I do. I have a special... St- I have a special knife that I use for mutilating my neighbour's livestock. Uh, Calls it my eating stick. (laughs) Uh, Just one very quick pause while I grab a third beer. Good lad. (laughs) I am back on the homebrew after one uh, commercially available beer. And uh, what do you mean? Did you already say what the commercially available beer is? Yeah, it, it was Brew Dog Hoppy Christmas, oh, which was very nice. What makes it Christmassy? Um, I thought, do you know what? It's not particularly Christmassy, which is a good thing because most of the Christmassy beers, cinnamon, aren't great. This is it. it it's just a nice IPA. It's a one hop IPA. I'm because... quite, I'm quite impressed with it, actually. Because Stu is my beer hero, my beero, if you will. Which is a brand of flour, yeah. 
Correct. <laughs> um, I've picked up the Brewdog Punk IPA. That is an absolute standard gateway beer. It smells very fruity. Yeah, it's... Yeah, no, they describe it as spiky and tropical, I think. I like a, I, it's, it's It's my fridge filler of choice. Uh, I would say, if anybody at home keeping score, assuming this is going into the podcast, uh, Quack was definitely better than Enkir. Um, <laughs> I'm not, not a fan of the Enkir, if I'm honest. But the Quack went down fairly nicely. So we're now on to the Brewdog Punk IPA. Yeah, nice standard beer, and it's it's five point four percent punk, is it? Uh, let's have a look. Uh, I think so. I think I saw something like that the other day when I was looking. Can't find it. So you guys talk much yourselves while. Five point six. Five point six. Is it a bottle or can? Bottle. Right. Um, massively dependent on age, as with any hop forward beer. Yeah, it's got a funky taste to it. I mean. Can't say. Can't say I've immediately warmed to it. It's um, as a it, it, it's if you're not used to hop forward beers, it will be uh, different. Mm. But it's can, compared to some of the beers that I like to drink, it's quite mild. Yeah, hop, I've got no are, idea. Go on. Hops are a bit like chili. Right. You, you, you build up a tolerance and then you start drinking things that other people think are appalling but you think are delicious. Mm. So, yeah. I can, I can see why people would like this, however. It's just not being a non beer drinker, it's just not quite, you know, grabbing me just yet. But fuck it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll drink it. Um, or freeze it. Freeze it, suspend a carrot in it, and then fuck it. Yeah. Oh. Baby um, carrot in my back, case. Back to <laughs> Christmas. Um, Brussels sprouts. Thoughts? No. 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 What's that? Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts. Oh, God. Wouldn't have thought so. No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. What, no. A, li- a mushy little bitter ball. <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> if it's good enough for Claire. Um, it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, I'll eat them. I'll eat them if they're on my plate. I wouldn't. It's just this weird thing that us as a society, we've gone. Oh, Brussels sprouts are bullshit. Let's don't. There's nobody like them. Yeah, we just <laughs> fucking put them on our plates. Let's ruin Christmas dinner with them. Nah, ridiculous. It's really weird. Um, I do like them. I do obviously prefer them if they've got some bacon in there or some roasted chestnuts or something like that. It does help it a little bit, but yeah, generally speaking, they're just bullshit and they really don't really. Yeah, Christmas yeah. is Christmas is not a day to be compromising. No, but why? But we do. But no, we, do we don't. No, 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 no. We, we do. We don't. You do. Wow. Wow. So, really? You, you, don't, you don't have them at you, all. No, no. I mean, we we get some in because my my parents are, are still that their generation is the generation of compromise. I am the future. I mean, <laughs> your, hopefully, your daughter will. You know. We'll we'll follow in my footsteps rather than yours, and we'll uh, we'll see the light read Brussels sprouts. But um, nah, mate. Why why ruin your Christmas dinner by eating something that you don't need to eat? That's uh, it. This is this That's this it. is true. But I still will. Um, any other any other Christmas specific uh, vegetables or accoutrements? 
more time and effort into the things that we have. So parsnips, which I will have at other times of year, will have more in them. Same with carrots. At Christmas, it will be a Chantenay carrot that's that's parboiled and then roasted with marmalade or something ridiculous. Oh wow! Um, Has to be red cabbage. That Mm. is that is the winner. Um, As I said before, my parents come to us for Christmas dinner. Uh, my wife and I, mainly my wife, make the Christmas dinner. My mum brings the red cabbage because my mum's red cabbage is um, the best thing. It is Christmas. Um, but uh, other than... Pause it right what? there. Red cabbage is one of my favourite vegetables to chop. Pro- second, probably only to celery. Um, what? How, how do you... Because my sister's made red cabbage. For, I'm going around uh, and it's on... Uh, on Saturday, she's made red cabbage. How do you make Christmas red cabbage? What is it? Apple juice? Uh, stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I've I think I've cranberry. apples, sweetness. I hope vinegar is uh, not in it. Essentially, uh, probably a little bit. I imagine. Mm. But they're not usually vinegar tasting. No, they're sweet and delicious. It's sweet and delicious. It's lovely. Red, nice. red cabbage for the roast. Spice. Never tried it. Cloves. Cloves, maybe a bit of star anise, cinnamon. Yeah, sounds not. I can imagine mine would be incredible. <laughs> <laughs> having never, having never made it, not knowing what ingredients go into it or the process of cooking. No, I'm sure mine will be incredible. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, lovely. Um, MJ, any any sort of Christmas specific roast just extras all, that you'd have? Yeah, all uh, just. It's the one roast of the year that just has everything, isn't it? Mm. It's almost like a greatest hits. You've got your Yorkshire, you've got your roast. You might bust out the mash. Um, what I would do, <laughs> I, we I, we did actually buy a uh, turkey crown to do our own little mini sort of Christmas aftershock, which we'll probably do in, in just over a week or so. Actually, hang on, it's Tuesday, isn't it? So a week, a week today is Boxing Day. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, we'll do it in probably just over a week. We'll have a little Christmas aftershock, and I will do. I'll do all the, all the heavy hitters: uh, roasts, turkey. Oh. So where where do you where do you go on Christmas Day? Uh, we're going around Claire's parents. Claire, Claire's parents. Ah, oh, Claire's yeah. parents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, something we didn't really discuss on the roast episode, but I'm going to bring it up here. Correct. What are your views on like? Do you? How can I word this? Do your roasts come pre-dished or do you have to deal with the whole buffet style where, you know, they they give you essentially a a bit of turkey on your plate and then you've got to sort of spoon your own potatoes and veg onto your plate? The the buffet style. We spoon. You spoon. Yeah, we do sort of buffet style as well, yeah. I'm just not a fan of that. I just... I don't. It's not the process of having to pick my own food. It's it's the whole. Oh, I better think about. Better not take too many potatoes because someone yeah. saying might need. That's annoying. No, just yeah. You've cooked I mean, the dinner. Make sure there's enough food for each of us, and just simply give it to us. There's a way of avoiding that, and the, and the way of avoiding that is cook all the food, yeah. all the food, and then everyone everyone's got more than enough. I mean, you might you might occasionally have a small altercation over a final pig in a blanket. Yes, but but 
very, I mean, you, Christmas dinner at my, at my house usually ends with, no, you eat the last roast potato. No, I will vomit. You eat the last roast potato. <laughs> it's more because the, there's just so much. And, there are enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, in our house, there's me, two older people, a small child, and a vegetarian. So if you if you boil that down, what you've got is one human and four kind of additional creatures. <laughs> so it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Oh, fucking good. Oh, brilliant. Just marginalised old people, young people, and vegetarians. Brilliant. Right. One, of which, one of which is his wife. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying which one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is very good. Yeah, I, I am slightly notorious for making colossal portions for Claire and I. Good. But Claire actually has a surprisingly big appetite. It, it's 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 better to have too much than too little. Yes, I agree. Right. If only. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know where that was going. Well, okay. Knows. Your mains are done. The plates right. have been cleared away. The dishwasher slash the washing up person's out there. Dessert. Trifle. See you tomorrow for breakfast. Well, yeah. first question. Bye. First question. Straight after or do we have a little break? Oh, break. Break? What are we talking? An hour? Half an hour? More? Hour. And yeah, sit mine's, down. Mine's probably going to be about around an hour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's, so that's your veggie break. Desserts are coming out. Stuart, trifle. Yeah, now, trifle. This, is this the one that you make with the uh, amaretto? Possibly. I haven't I haven't made a decision this year. It'll either be the one that I make or the one my mother makes. Okay. Uh, my, my, my mother and I have not yet had this discussion. She'll be she, listening. She will be listening to this, though. Does she? Yeah, she bloody loves the... She loves fruck unwrapped, yeah. Oh, did do... No, she does. Oh, no, she won't like that, Nathan. Oh, it's funny. I do laugh, like, how are you, man? But the thing is, you're, you're not too bad, I was Stuart, like. But the other two lads, oh, they can't, they can't swear a lot, like, how are you, man? Oh, God, this is my favourite thing. I've experienced. Oh, fuck. I'm crippled. Hates you. She hates you, Michael Jameson. Oh, she so thinks you're everyone. scum. She yeah. thinks you're scum. I oh. am scum. I don't, Stuart, I didn't, I don't mind the Nathan Peterson one. He's all right. My, Sarah Millican, my mother's Sarah Millican, by the way. Correct. Don't like, I, I like Nathan Peterson, but Michael Jameson, I cannot talk to him like, oh, he swears on, he seems like an appalling human being. I wish he was dead. There we go. So many questions. So many questions. Okay, so your mother, so your mother is, is from where? Newcastle? Sunderland? Uh, she's from Durham. She's from Durham. Durham. Oh, yeah. lovely part of the world, Durham. It's oh, a beautiful God. part of the world. Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you, you say it's beautiful, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I said to recent, uh, I recently said to Laura that, that Durham was beautiful. She went, oh, no, I've heard it's a shithole. <laughs> now, bearing in mind, I've been there, and she's only heard it secondhand. Part of me was like, I haven't been there since I was a child, so part of me was wondering whether I just had an appalling memory. Um, but, yeah, I remember it being stunning, like high force and places like that are just stunning. Yeah, it's great. Durham's great. What on earth is your wife talking about? It's no, no one has ever said Durham's a shit hole. No well, one. Um, so your mother's from Durham. Yeah. Your, Hi, your, your, 
Hi, Mrs. Bullock, presumably. Yeah. Um, uh, you're from Bradford. Correct. But live in Manchester. Yeah. I'm the only uh, I'm the only Yorkshireman in my family. I was going to say you're doing the tour of the of the north. My father is Full from. Yeah, my father is from a town called Colne, which is near Burnley, in Lancashire. All right. Yeah, and I am from Bradford. Yeah. Jesus Correct. Christ! All over the place. All over the place. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> before, yeah. that, before that, amazing distraction. I, I want more. I want more of your mother's voice on this podcast. <laughs> that needs to become a bi-weekly thing. It well, does. I could just get my mother on as a guest. It really does. I, yeah, I, so I fear that, your yeah. impression of her yeah. might be more more interesting. More. Yeah, she sounds nothing like that. She does sound nothing like that. Um, I don't care, like. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes dead. Um, so trifle. Do you offer other desserts? Is it is it purely everyone's just tucking into your trifle, or have you got to go through the? There will be desserts? things. There'll be things available. We'll sometimes get a kind of shop-bought profiteroles in because uh, father and son both enjoy a profiterole. We will always have a Christmas pudding if anyone was um, feeling a little bit uh, mental. And I like a Yule log, uh, so I will probably have one of those in the house. But I'd be very surprised if anyone were to want that. Fair. Um, MJ? Um, mother-in-law slash in-law family are particularly kind and uh, probably overly kind, really. Certainly undeservedly. Um, I am undeserving, rather, uh, of the kindness that they lay upon me. Uh, and they sort of cater to my every need. So I'm a marginally fussy eater. Not, I'm obviously no Well, no need to... Uh, Nowhere near as bad as I used to be, but uh, so one thing is uh, usually everyone will have a prawn cocktail for starter, but I'll just have smoked salmon and lemon. Boom, love it. So yeah, I probably will have smoked salmon twice that day. Um, why? Why don't carry on? It's not a massive fan. Prawn cocktail. Prawn cocktails are dead thing, bro. Nah. Yeah, they are a dead thing. Uh, uh, um, come on. Just... If you can eat smoked cat salmon, you can eat fucking prawn cocktail. Oh, yeah, just yeah, just... Mary Rose sauce, grow up. Oh. Yeah, oh, exactly, dirt. childish. Absolute dirt. Iceberg lettuce with some pink sauce on it. Ugh. It sounds it's incredible. Not it's not, it's I... not a Big Mac. I want to eat what? that now. Similarly, they do treat me very well for pudding. They'll usually get, I'll usually get something like a, uh... so you know how supermarkets do these sort of look like Christmas puddings, but actually they're not Christmas puddings. Things like the salted caramel bombs. Are pretty mm-hmm. widely available. I usually smash one of them, um, so that's good. And shit, I was going to say another key point then. Bollocks. So, are you not a fan of sort of your traditional Christmas desserts? Then your, your Christmas pudding, Christmas cake, mince pies. I mentioned it at some point. So, I'm not a fan <laughs> of mince pies. I do like. Uh, I liked my mother's brandy butter, which I have made mm-hmm. recently, which is incredible, but does pair particularly well with Christmas pudding, which I do like in a very marginal quantity, but it has to be a very marginal quantity and accompanied by aforementioned brandy butter. Uh, I'll tell you what, again, Stuart has been a beacon of inspiration for me this year. 
because his talk and passion about trifles just making me want to want to i've never really contributed to the uh claire's family slash my family christmas day thing that we do so i sort of i, I, I sort of want to make a trifle and take it with with us <clears throat> trifles are good man yeah sort of i do like a trifle i have them so rarely but they are fucking good aren't they they are, they could are. you could you make it with pre-bought custard or would that ruin it? Don't put custard in it. Oh, interesting. Remind us what your trifle recipe is in, or what, uh, what is uh, this? My, mine, it, mine is. Uh, I make a, a kind of custard, but I use mascarpone cheese. That's it. So I, I I cook eggs out over a bain-marie with with sugar, and then I I fold that into uh, mascarpone. Oh yeah, that was it. Sounded fucking incredible. Yeah, with fair so vanilla you, and stuff like that. So, do you not have a cream layer as well then? Because that's very creamy mm, in itself. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps. I, I, I mean, I don't. I can't write, so I don't write things down. Um, but I've I, some. I think sometimes, perhaps, I do put a cream layer on. Lightly sometimes whipped. I don't. Um, I mean, not very whipped, like full on, full on S and M. Like <laughs> properly, yeah, yeah. Stiff, yeah. And you, what, what jelly do you use for the for the base? I don't. What do you have the bomb then? Is it even a trifle? Uh, not really. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't have two of the three layers, and the other third one I sometimes put. Amaretti biscuits oh, and yeah. cherries and booze. But, Mainly booze. Sound like a trifle. It's not really a trifle. Are you, are you, if you make it this year, can you send us a photo? Yeah, yeah, it looks like a trifle. Yeah, I, I, I want to see it because it sounds like. Don't get me wrong, flavors-wise and everything, it sounds incredible. But just yeah. obviously, I'm trying to wrap my head around what I have as the stereotypical view of a, of a trifle, and it's obviously yeah. got quite a lot of different components. So it's, That's it's, it. I've got a Google trifle now to remind me what they actually what a traditional one looks like. Yeah, they do look fucking great, don't they? Yeah, yeah. The majority I've seen, obviously, I've got jelly with either fruit or some sort of biscuity, whatever they're called. What are they called? Spongy Spun things. fingers, lady fingers. Lady fingers. Lady fingers, then, yeah. Then usually a custard layer and then usually a cream layer. But obviously from right. what Stuart's saying, he doesn't he when... doesn't prescribe to the stereotypical... No. Trifle uh, formula. My mother's is more traditional. Um, she tends to how would she Swiss roll. Uh, how would she describe her trifle? Well, what I do here to put some like I get the Swiss roll up on I soak the Swiss roll in some sherry. Then I do like mixed mixed fruits, like maybe forest fruits, you know, like and I put them in the jelly. And then the custard, and then I put the cream on the top, and then I grate uh, maybe crumble a flake or grate some chocolate. Oh, it's delicious! How we? Oh, I don't know. If, I don't know if it's the booze, but it's amazing. It might be the, my favourite thing that's happened on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's my favourite character. Oh, fuck me. Um... Perfect. <laughs> Spot on. Um, I don't even know where we are. Desserts. Um. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of the um, Christmas cake pudding not, phenomenon. Not a dessert. Christmas cake, not a dessert. Well, some people rock it out for a dessert. Yeah, wrong people. 
Yeah. Um, but I don't mind mince pies, but again, I wouldn't necessarily have them for dessert unless there was just literally nothing else to have sweet. Um, I tend to, very much like MJ, I, my my mother-in-law has, has tended to be very generous for me and sort of ends up getting some sort of like sticky toffee pudding or something like that that I can have, um, which obviously isn't particularly Christmassy. But um, yeah, I'm not really... Um, Christmas pudding can just fucking just do one. I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, it's so hard to get. So many Christmas puddings are not good. Mm-hmm. I'm just not necessarily a fan of that sort of that. They're all called. They're not the same, but they're all similar. Sort of that sort of fruity, rich wedding cakey Christmas cake. They're all just very similar to me, and I just don't. It's not really something I particularly like. It's got a fascinating um, texture. Which is weird, because obviously I like raisins and dried fruits and things like that. It's not necessarily... I don't. I couldn't tell you what it is I don't like about it. I just I just don't. I just don't like it. And so I have to have something that's not particularly Christmassy for Christmas... Uh, for pudding on Christmas Day. I, I'm, I'm happy with you doing that, man. It's, it's like the Brussels sprouts all over again. Mm-hmm. You eat what you want to eat. Christmas, Christmas is all about doing what you want. Yeah. No compromise. Yeah. No retreat. No surrender. Jean Claude Van Damme. Do it. <laughs> Trouble is, I want your trifle, and um... oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can make it, Nate. It could be sort of your first foray into the kitchen. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? How how hard is it, Stuart? Do you think somebody who can barely cook could make it? I make it. Question answered. Can you send me the recipe? Uh, no, because you know there isn't band, a recipe. Do you know what a bad Marie is, Nate? Can you give me an idea of... No, I don't really. I can Google it. Um, I, mean, I, I, mean, I have described my method for making the trifle on this podcast twice. Okay, Surely I'll... that's easy enough to follow. <laughs> Fine, fuck you then. Wow. All right, all right, all right. I'll send it to you in a voice note. Calm down. No, it's Christmas. Fine, time. I'll listen to this podcast. You've, you've described it on here. Fine. Yeah. Fine. This one and the Maverick Baking one, both podcasts. Okay, yeah. fine. No, it's fine. <laughs> I've asked you to do something nice for me. It's Christmas time, and you've rejected me. So, <laughs> fuck all. Welcome of you. to the Tesco Trifle Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other sort of Christmas meal before I move on? Any other Christmas meal traditions or foods or anything around the whole thing that you prescribe? Loads. To? Loads of cheese, just loads, loads of, cheese. of cheese. I've got some some amazing cheese in my fridge at the moment, um, waiting to be cracked open. Just loads, all of the cheese. I don't know if this is something you guys do. One of my favourite things. It's not it's not the meal itself, but sometimes it, it tends to be. Excuse me, late in the Christmas evening and and or uh, Boxing Day, I do love then the cold meats. I don't know if that's something that you guys do. You'll, you'll have like you'll have all the cold meats. You'll have like a, some salad. You'll have some pickle and some nibbly bits, and it just becomes like a little buffet of just random fucking party food. Is that something you guys yeah. have? Yeah, yeah. You talk, you're talking about Boxing Day, sorry. Yeah, sometimes we'll have like leftovers on on sometimes Christmas evening if we're still peckish. Uh, we'll oh, have yes. some of it, but, yeah, but, but generally, generally, Boxing Day is more probably. Yeah. I like to make a lot of sandwiches in the Gooch week between between Christmas and New Year's Eve. I'm, I like to make a lot of uh, a lot of hot sandwiches uh, with leftover meats and and specially bought meats. Imagine imagine if you will a part baked baguette, 
sliced in half, filled with leftover turkey, cranberry sauce, perhaps some delicious ham that's been bought specially, uh, some cheese, perhaps some kind of chutney that's been bought. Ooh. All of that, all of that put into the oven and, and, and baked to make a hot, melted, freshly baguetted, delicious leftover sandwich. Tell you what, you need to get on uh, get on Steve's cooking on YouTube. He's a absolutely he's such a lovely guy. He's a, um, a British guy. I think he's a, I think he's got a sort of a Brummy type accent, uh, but living in America and he just does this wonderful, wonderful food. And the the reason I mention him is because he uploaded a video this week, which was basically he just put so much effort in, in even to what he calls his Steve's suppers. And this week it was like a baguette with uh, pressure-cooked turkey, uh, cranberry and onion chutney, cheese, uh, spinach. It was just sensational. He's, are, you he's... Say, you, are you saying my sandwich sounds shit, mate? No, 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 no <laughs> not at all. No, I'm saying that a proper chef, because he is a chef, um, in what you said inspired me or reminded me of an incredible chef. That's what I'm saying. What you said reminded me of someone better. I yeah, haven't yeah. told you my anecdote from earlier, by the way. Fuming. Yeah, we're glazing over that one. Shall I say it now? Go on in quickly. So, I was testing some headsets. Like I say, it's not related to food or anything. I was testing Brilliant. some headsets at work, and I need, I called the person next to me to test headsets. But the person next to me has a very similar number to someone who just so happened to be leaving that day. So, I rang it. And I was like, and the the guy answered. He said hello, and I was like, uh, in my mind, I was like, oh fuck, I've accidentally called Ian. Um, so uh, I was like, Ian, uh, MJ here. Just wanted to wish you all the best for the future. Uh, Yo, know, best of luck. Hope you have a you know great life and career and whatever you're doing next. Blah blah blah. Asked him what he was up to and whatnot. And he was like, oh, cheers, MJ, that's really nice of you. I was like, oh, yeah, no, no worries at all, man. Yeah, cheers, take it easy, bye. Just absolute definition of styling it out. Um, Carry so, on. Um, <clears throat> is that, outside is of, that it? Yeah. Oh. That's it, yeah. Yeah, good anecdote. Ten out, think, ten out of ten I think MJ needs to be told what an anecdote is. I, I genuinely don't think he understands what it is. No. Yeah. Um, outside of the meal, quickie while we round this section up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any particular snacks, foods, anything that you'd like to see in your stocking come Christmas morning? Interesting. Mm, chocolate orange never goes wrong. Uh-huh. Uh, Toblerone never goes amiss. Welcome to Toblerone Unwrapped. Anything, anything preceded by the word Reese's is always welcome. <laughs> Um, um, I like a date. Oh, Jesus Christ. How old are you? Yeah, 80 or something. That's fucking mental. Fucking hell. Fucking ancient. Dates are delicious. Yeah, Grow old. Up. Yeah, correct. <laughs> old. Uh, dead thing. No, oh, I... Date, the only thing I'd really expect... When I was a kid, I used to get a mini can, one of those mini cans from Woolworths. That's not really a thing these days. I, I would... I would expect to receive a bag of chocolate coins in my stocking, and if not, then there's there's serious questions that we ask. Um, more important to me is actually one of my main presents. I would expect to be either 
cashew nuts or pistachio nuts or both, I would expect them. And I would expect to get a big old bar of Galaxy. Interesting that you mentioned the, the nuts because it's 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 not savoury snacks is not something we necessarily associate with um, with crisps. Obviously, we tend to think of chocolates and other sweet things, but um, yeah, it's quite a weird present, isn't it? Interesting nuts is something that you yeah, it's not it's not you don't often I guess I guess there's a few posh nuts out there that you might go buy as like a little side gift for somebody, but um, jumbo whole cashews, isn't it? Fair play, you love your nuts. Yeah, there's one thing I know about MJ. He loves his nuts. Well, I don't keep it a secret, do I? No. Um, probably echo a lot of what Stuart said. Um, I will throw in there Ferrero Rocher. Do yeah. enjoy a nice bit of Rocher at Christmas. Maybe. Um, not something necessarily gets a present, but sometimes we we, or we often try to buy for Christmas. Something we've referenced on a video recently, Toffee. Don't know oh. why. It's a big time Christmas thing for me, toffee. It's, it's stemmed back to when I was a child. Um, I've not had a toffee fee for time, but love a toffee fee. Toffee. So much fun with toffee fee. Can you do the so much fun with toffee fee in your mum's voice? So much fun with toffee fee. <laughs> Perfect. How are <laughs> Amazing. Um, yeah, Gossie hadn't even heard of toffee fee when we mentioned it to him a few weeks ago. Mental. Um, which is fucking ridiculous. Fucking child. Um, I think that's it, Toblerone. Just your random Cadbury selection box, obviously, is standard. Um, oh, yeah, and selection box is going to come out, isn't it? I like, I like to get a bag of, of chocolate coins, but then I start eating them and realise they're just cheap chocolate and I don't particularly enjoy them that much. But um, Yeah, it's more for the presence of the item rather than the actual product. Tradition. Yeah. It's tradition. Yeah. Keeping Um I think that's pretty much all I've got. Uh, all I've got on my list regarding Christmas food. Any, anything you guys want to raise outside of that? Um, I would like to honourable mention, this is not a, something that I'd want to be bought as a present, but uh, this year Sainsbury's have got uh, bacon and maple syrup pretzels. Oh. And they are incredible. Are they? I've got, yeah, I've got like six <laughs> bags of them. Who's this, Sainsbury's? Mm. Mm, yeah, Sainz Bowls, they've got... Go on. No, I was going to say, because obviously... Um... Oh, kettle chips have bacon and maple syrup, or, mm. or maple bacon crisps. Yeah. So I'm... And they're incredible. So I'm hoping... And I like I like these sort of these small... Uh... So it's, it's... Presumably, when you say pretzels, it's the small, crispy yeah. ones, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got... On the Christmas aisle in Sainz Bowls, they've got a salted... Pretzel stars. They've got salted caramel festive pretzels and the bacon maple maple bacon. Uh, the salted caramel ones are great, but the maple bacon ones are incredible. I have to say, the flavoured pretzels that I've tried in my life have just simply never been strong enough. Unless they're coated in chocolate, which obviously is coated, I find it's just a dusty flavour powdering that is just not at all sufficient. Um, I, don't I, mean, these... I don't think I've ever had flavoured pretzels, to be honest. It's, they've just been salted. Salted or chocolate. I mean, I've watched videos of you eating Snyder's, so... Oh, yeah. I'm thinking of the, the small ones, mate. Yeah. No, these are good. I mean, it is just... It is a coating, but it, mm. they are they are coated. Powerful enough, yeah. Love it. 
there, there is there is a lot of coating. And what's even better, I like to pour a little portion of pretzels out into a bowl, and then at the end, wet my finger and then mop up the any excess any excess residue. Oh, yeah. And then just then just have a finger full of residue. There's nothing mm. better in the world than a finger full of residue. There's not. No. You saucy bastard. Yeah, they, sound, they, they, they sound incredible. I, I think next next opportunity I get in the coming days, if I get the chance to go to Sainsbury's, I'm all on yeah. that shit. Yeah, the good, the good man. I've, I've stocked up because I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the first few months of 2018 eating them as well. I love a pretzel. A, pre, a pretzel's my evening savoury snack of choice. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you are listening at home, at work, on the train, wherever you may be. Um, let us know what your Christmas traditions are, what you eat for your meal, what you have um, as snacks, breakfast, whatever it may be. Um, send us an email at frontgram at or just hit us up on any of the various social medias that you can find us on. Um, now, wherever you shall be, I am the lord of the dance at he, and I need you Need you are, wherever you may be, Not a Christmas song, is it not? No. Some sort of hymn or something, isn't it? Interesting you two guys should sing, because why don't we have a special round of Christmas sound bites? Nathan Peterson. Yeah, that's right. I've played around with the whole concept of Nate's sound bites a little bit. These two don't know this yet, but Big Natty P has decided <laughs> let's play an extra special round of sound bites. So, what I've done, rather than asking you two to guess what food I'm eating, I've used a food product. I'll tell you what it is. It was celery. I've used celery and I've recorded me chewing celery to the tune of popular Christmas songs. Incredible. I've never had celery raw, but I enjoy chopping it. Doesn't really affect whether you'll be good at this game or not. No. Well, it's still a I'm not asking you to chew the celery, so it doesn't matter. Well, it's still a um, I've sent you both seven yep. files. Yeah. All named CSB one to seven. Yeah. Christmas sound bites. Um, Christmas sound bites. Christmas uh, sound bites. Stuart's ahead of the game. No, Extra hang on, Stuart. hang on. Dot M four A file format, which is media for audio. Okay, right. one extra point for Stuart. One yep. minus point for MJ for being a dick. Um, yep. So yeah, all I want you to do is play CSB one. Listen yep. to it. Tell me what song yep. you think it is. For the listeners at home, this is the first track. Fetching attachment. Yeah, little drummer boy. Hang on, MJ. Oh, hang on. This is brilliant. Shut up! Shut up, you penis! That's the one I was listening to. So one Shut up, you dick. Shut up, Michael. <laughs> uh, this is good content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the faster you can do it, sure. I, I, I can't hear it, because you two keep talking about nonsense. Um, I want to say... 
Oh, I mean, he, I think it is Little Drummer Boy because he said it before I'd heard it. So now all I can hear is Little Drummer Boy. <laughs> so are you uh, going for li- Are you going for Little Drummer yeah, Boy? Yeah, for Little Drummer Boy. No, I'm not. Sorry, I'm going for Band Aid. Yeah, I just wanted to say Little Drummer Boy because I love the fucking name of it. <laughs> okay, so you sticking with Little Drummer Boy then, MJ? Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just say Little Drummer Boy for all of them, okay. to be honest. You were both wrong. It was White Christmas. Oh, Let us move on to CSB2. Here we go. Shut up, Michael. Here we go. Shut up. <laughs> this is brilliant. Silent Night, mate. Silent Night. Done. Stuart's gone for Silent Night. MJ. Stuart's right. Stuart's correct. So. Yeah, Silent Night as well. I don't know why you're saying this, Stuart, because then you give him confidence to pick Silent Night. <laughs> just, it's just not how the game should be played. So uh, you're both going to Silent Night, correct? Yeah, yeah. You're both right, because Stuart gave it away, yeah. Confident. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Stuart's Song Stuart number three. <laughs> number CSB three. CSB three. That's so hard. Oh. Da, 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 da. To save me from tears, I'll give it to someone special. Maybe that one, I'm not sure. Last Christmas. I'm gone. MJ's gone for last Christmas. Stuart. I'm going to go for the darkness. Don't let the bells end. Uh, the answer is Wham with Last Christmas oh yes I knew it was but I decided to make the game more interesting by getting it wrong sort of what I did earlier yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) if you hadn't guessed it's song 4 CSB 4 Shut up, Michael! <laughs> Walking in a winter wonderland. Okay, Winterland. Uh, MJ. Yeah, I, I have no idea. It's a very good tune, but I have no idea. Just guess any Christmas song then. Christmas time by the clues. <laughs> it's uh, do they know it's Christmas time by? Uh, uh, oh, fuck! Yeah. I mean, I literally couldn't hear it. Yeah, fair. Uh, song number five. Number five, yeah. It all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride! Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Say, jingle oh, bells. jingle bells. Yeah, easiest one so far. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. It was. No, you're right. It was Jingle 
Correct. Um, so going into the last couple of songs, it's currently 3-2 to Michael Jameson. I can't, well, I, can't, well, I cannot cope with this. <laughs> it's crazy. You're the head of music. I'm a drunken buffoon. Oh. Correct. Uh, okay, number, number six. This is a tough one. I'll let you listen to it a couple of times. All right, then let me listen to it then. Okay, I will do. <laughs> sure, have you listened to it yet? Oh, shut up, you pair of penises. What is it? Bow selector? Um... No, it's not proper cream bow. Uh, no. Yeah, no, I, no I, I really have no idea. I, I'll have to abstain. Uh, I'm going to go for Stop the Cavalry by Jonah Louis as an absolute stab in the dark. Cause... Uh, yeah, okay, I'll go for... Um, what's the one from The Office? Um, uh, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ. I'll go for that one. What's fictional? So Mary boy, what was it? Mary boy child. Mary, Mary's boy child, Jesus Christ, was born on Christmas Day. Uh, it was Fairy Tale of New York. Oh fuck! Um, so last song, three two. Stuart can only draw with this last one. Yes. MJ can win by one or two. So please, song number seven. Oh, that's hard. That's very short. <laughs> I really don't have a fucking clue. I'm trying is it to think the of theme? Is it the theme due to Thomas the Tank Engine and Friends? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It's not, no. I'm, I'm uh, assuming you mean the Christmas special. <laughs> Were we close? <laughs> <laughs> it was <before> we closed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I... I just don't fucking know. I really, really don't know. I'm going to guess. I'm just going to throw a guess at um, Merry Christmas Everybody by Slade. I mean, it sounds nothing like it, but that is the best Christmas song and you haven't done that one yet, so... I'm going to say Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. Oh! Uh, uh, oh! He's won, hasn't he? He has won. Yeah. Um, now... I will tell you this much. You're both wrong on that final question. Good. So the score is 3-2. Well done, Michael Jameson. Um, not only winning that round, but you won tonight's games overall 2-1. to one. Um, Remarkable. Now, I'll give you an extra second. That last song was a song that you did both, both reference with the other questions. Oh, fuck. You did mention it. That's fascinating. Was it proper crimbo by Selector? It is proper crimbo by Bo Selector. Oh my god, that's mental. Well, bonus points or? Uh, yeah, both... You, both get bo- you both get bonus points. MJ still wins. Aww. Oh wow, look at that—a Christmas miracle. It is a Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
Well done. Three two. Well done, MJ. Well done, Michael. Nothing with me, proper Grimbo. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nothing with me, proper Grimbo. Yeah, perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Ball selector. Perfect. Well done, Uh, mate. Very, very good statistry. Great game, Mark. Great game. Yeah, I thought. I thought the, the. The Nate Soundbites is a game I enjoy, but I thought, actually, this is something a bit more different. Probably a little easier and quicker to rattle through than you guys just randomly <laughs> mentioning stupid questions until we get to the right answer or wrong answer. You've managed um, to put a unique slant on it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all we've got for the show, I think. Thank you very much for joining me, uh, young gentleman. It's a pleasure it, to be here. It was a wonderful show, and it's got me even more excited for Christmas, if that was possible. It's amazing, isn't it? It's like we said, started the show. It's less than a week away. This time next year, uh, next year, this time next week, we'll all, you know, just be chilling out, isn't it? Correct. Um, probably returning what shitty presents we've been bought by people that don't really love <laughs> us. Um, but uh, oh, yeah. Well, I was not naming names. Gosh. David Goss. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, no, tremendous show. Thank you very much for joining me, guys. It's been uh, it's been very fun. I've drunk three lagers or three beers, I should say, which is uh, probably more than I've drunk all year. Well done, Michael. Did you get onto your backup cider? I didn't. I've nearly finished my four locos. It's it's, it's almost <laughs> at the very end. I'm gonna. I promise my friends I'm gonna play a bit of Destiny now. Bit of drunken destiny. Well done. That'll be a treat Um, for them. Thank you all to the listeners as well. Thank you for joining us. Um, We at Fruck Food Review UK, we hope that you have a tremendous Christmas. Um, If you're in the spirit of giving, why not use any extra cash you've got laying around to donate to Patreon and help us out? We don't need it, but we just basically want it. Um, So, you know, help us out. Please also review us on iTunes. Please follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. And, uh, yeah, we just hope you have a really, really merry fucking Christmas. We do it. Yes. We do a merry Christmas. Did you watch the Ting review? Ting? Yeah. Has it been posted? No, well, the thing is, because Stuart's got access to Frack, I see a number of videos now with, like, one or two views. No, I haven't watched the Ting review. Oh, fascinating. Interesting. Because it is hilarious. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Correct. I had a, I had a small bit of Ting-based news, but I didn't use it. Do it now. So, there's been a furore this week where a craft brewer from Wales called Tiny Rebel has been forced to change their can design because one person complained that it looked like a kind of sun kissed and it's cost them £30,000. And uh, then this week in Craft Beer News, someone found Ting in the craft beer aisle in a supermarket, thus uh, completing the the circle of craft beer equals pop. (laughs) There we go. That is very funny and hilarious. Yeah. Um, Wait. So Ting has been in the in the news, which is I assume the first time it's ever been in the news in the not, same week. Not, of... not in the news on a Facebook page that I am a member of. Okay, oh, so news. sort of still counts on the same week that we upload a review of it. That's fascinating. Correct, correct, yeah. Trendsetters, not followers. 
going up on Saturday for anyone listening. Saturday, <laughs> Ting Review, one of the funniest videos we've ever done. <laughs> so we wish you a Merry Christmas. We, we wish, wish you a Merry Frogmas. We wish you a Merry Frogmas. Just a happy, happy new, new beer. 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 Yeah. beer. Yeah. I mean, we didn't plan that at all. I don't know if it Christmas beer. Proper Bye. crimbo. Come now, sing with drink. <laughs> Follow local. Boys, <laughs> this Pleasure. is the longest podcast we've ever reviewed. Yeah, we, we've, <laughs> I mean, we've reviewed it 10 out of 10. <laughs> no, recorded, it's Nathan. A, it's a hard three from me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh cute. Cute. I'm, I'm tapping out. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Merry Bye. Christmas. Goodbye. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy I hope you've Christmas. enjoyed us. Have a dark I Christmas. hope you've enjoyed us. Oh, I, I can't do the voice. I did it all like. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh look, please, it's oh, all MJ's fault. Blame Correct. him. Love you. Love you all. Love you too. Bye. 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 Bye.